Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions forthcoming. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, to Warchant TV if you're watching there. Appreciate that. Also, uh, this hour, Birch Orthodontics. In fact, how about that? I know I say this a lot. I spend a lot of time there. Yeah, uh, you sure do. Thursday of this week, I will be there. Thursday, I will be there. My youngest, Clark, will be getting his braces on. Oh, lucky day for him. Day huh? after school, that's out. Oh, he that's gets good. braces. What yeah. a way to start the summer. Right. Hey, let's celebrate, son. Let's get some steel on those teeth. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. So so it's going to happen. Uh the day after school ends for him, and uh, he's ready to go. He's He seems to be handling it in stride, taking it in stride. But I, too, am handling it, taking it in stride, if you will, because uh, I've already been through the process. I, mm. I went through the process with my oldest, Bryce. He now no longer wears braces. His teeth are straight and beautiful. He's got his retainer in. Oh, good. Doing the right thing. Good. Dr. Birch told me that. And... Um, Anyhow, now Clark starts down that road, and we've had nothing but great experiences with Birch Orthodontics and uh, the entire team there. So Dr. Heather Birch does an amazing job, and so do all of her people. Birch Orthodontics. Look them up. Tell them headlines sent you. Do it. Tell them they should be giving us more money. Well, anybody, absolutely, if you go into the office, say that headlines is uh, headlines needs more money. Alan stepped up, so I'm going to start with you, Alan, because you were a man. Um, he wrote, okay. I think we're going to go nine and four. I like how we started with okay. Okay, like, so okay, he's calling Cameron. It. He's calling it. I think we'll go nine and four. You make it sound like we suck and we'll most likely have a bad season. I just want to be better. You're being pragmatic because you have no faith. That's true. <laughs> there is or a, I have eyes, there, and I've watched them play each of the last three seasons. Yeah, there and is. I was at spring football. And there's also remember, man, we we never we never go into a season predicting they're going to have a losing season. I'm sure you haven't done that in five years. No, but I did say six and six, seven and five last year. Right, but you, which was about right. But it wasn't like, and that wasn't, you know, you weren't going on blind faith. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you did think I that they were six and six or to, seven and five. I didn't think they'd lose to who they did. So, you know, it comes both ways, Alan. <laughs> like there are a lot night. of times where we'll say, I think they could be eight and four this year. Then they, you know, finish five and seven and people are like, yeah, they weren't as good as you thought, huh? Expert. Oh yeah, like, people get mad about that you, too. You, it goes both ways with that. And so there is, once you've been doing this long enough and trying to make predictions and, and uh, prognostic, prognosticate like, like we're supposed to do sometimes, 
you feel the effects of it. And you're like, I want to be more pragmatic. I want to be – I would rather be wrong well, on the wrong other a, side. Well, no, rather... I think it's especially true when it's your team or a team that you have a vested interest in because you're baking into your prediction the fact that you know, for whatever reason, uh, that you're slightly biased. Like, yes. Corey, well, you crew. went to Georgia, but you still want FSU to sure. be good because yeah. you don't want to cover a team that sucks. Right. It's A, not a lot of fun, B, bad for business. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to see them be good. I have an emotional attachment as well. But I keep that all into perspective. I bake that into my thinking in that no matter how hard I'm trying to be objective about the team, I know I'm biased. I know I am to some degree. I'm biased. I want them to win. I'm telling people publicly I want them to win. That's bias. But I also know that when we're out at practice, and I'm probably – I guess this part might be true, Alan. You may have me on this. You, you might agree with it. I don't know. I'm asking you. When we're out at practice and we're talking about the team, am I the most negative? Probably, yeah. 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 You think that's true? Yeah. Okay. But not as in like I'm standing next to you going, that kid sucks. This sucks. This, this sucks. This yeah, sucks. No, I don't yeah. do that. Yeah. I say – But it, it, I feel like it come, it's not coming out of a bad place. This isn't a – uh, you know, a Florida grad or a Miami grad that's no, it ripping comes out on Florida of frustration. State. Yeah, it's a lot of frustration. He's not alone. So, um, you know, the reality is, we we both think they could finish anywhere, probably between. Honestly, it some real stuff would have to go bad, like a injury to the quarterback. Four wins to, they could be four and eight. They could be nine and four. I think that's the window. I think the middle is probably the reality. But you, there is a. There is a plus eight. You know, they could be better than expectations and lower than expectations. But, you know, it's, it's, be also, really, it's, it's also May. It's, it's important. We circle that. Uh, we did this a little bit um, last year. We were, there, there's usually a game that you believe is kind of the cornerstone moment. Doesn't always turn out to be right. But there's a game where you look at the schedule and you go, all right, they may or may not win this game. They may or not, may not win this game. I feel like this one is going to be really important because if they lose this one, then we see this thing go sideways. Right. Now, again, that's in a normal year, not when you lose like we did in the last 17 seconds in one of the worst losses in Florida State history. The worst. Yeah, so like that can't happen. Right. You know, I mean, no, I didn't predict that. Right. Nobody did. That's what I'm saying. Six and six was but, right. I mean, but, that, we, but, we well, nailed, but, <laughs> it didn't happen the way we thought it was going to happen, but six and six was the right prediction. They were um, a six and six football team. But, but so. Where I'm at is all I'm saying is that you, that, that Louisville game yeah. on that Friday, because even if you lose to the LSU, the night before the Pearl Jam, that's that great. Corey and the, Stephanie will be going and to that see. Jeff will be at. So here's the thing: you you're going to beat Duquesne. That's a given. It is. So even if you lose to LSU, which I don't know, that's a it seems like a fifty fifty affair. A coin flipping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know LSU is favored right yeah. now by four. I take FSU in four. Yeah. Um, How's that for your negativity, Alan? I'm taking Ooh. FSU plus Ooh, you four. You think they're going to lose by yeah, three? Get you some of that. So <laughs> I'm taking that four and running with it. But anyhow, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, all right. So let's say you lose to LSU. Hopefully you play well. But let's say you do. Okay, you can't then turn around and lose to Louisville. Right. Especially now, with what would you have? Twelve days off. Yeah. To now, now you're one and two. Yeah, that's again. I mean, here we go again. That's I'm what I'm throw saying. Those. Across the if you can beat a, if you beat LSU and lose to Louisville, you feel okay. If you lose to LSU and beat Louisville, you feel okay. You're two and one. Get through that first three games. Split that. Split that right there, and you feel okay about things. You you can't start with a losing record. You I mean you can? It it happens every year. 
But but <laughs> and you, I'm the negative one. But you don't. I mean, want, you can. It does all the time. But you don't want to start again with you have a, another losing record in September, which has been the case here for five straight years. A long damn time. So get get ahead of the game, man. Give yourself some cushion. Win some games in September. Get the fan base excited. Get right. this guy excited. I'd like to be excited. Uh, all right. Garrett writes, I have a question. Is the ACC a sinking ship? Should we give in to the dark side and openly campaign to be in the SEC? I don't think it'll do you any good. I mean, I think we kind of probably made it known. I don't know. I mean, I think we'd like to be there. If there was any way that it could happen, any way at all, right now in 2022, yes, I think Florida State would be trying its darndest yeah. to make it happen. It's just not – it's like saying, "Am I just? do I need to break up with Stephanie and just start dating Jessica Alba? Is that just what needs to happen? I, it's probably a dated reference. I assume Jessica Alba is still very, very attractive. Um, but, uh, yeah, is that Even what I need to do? Even if she's waned a little. I, I, I still I, yeah, think she's think way, probably. way, way out of my league. Um, so, Stephanie, by the way. That was a good save, right? I was about to say, woo, buddy, you that better was, that throw was a something good, up there. Stephanie's way out of my league, too. You better throw something up there, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it's it's not the want to. It's it's the reciprocation on the other end. Doesn't mm. Maybe they're not as interested it might be in due time. Yeah, but you, and also you can't get out of your the conference you're in right now. It's not easy. Nathan writes, "How does Meet fix the road woes for this team? Because after this weekend, I don't see them hosting. No, they're not. No, they're not no. going to be hosting. Stop going on the road. Uh, they're going. They're thirtieth in the RPI right now. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be a three seed. That D one baseball has them projected as a three seed in the Auburn regional, um, with we, we like Coastal Carolina and somebody else maybe. Um, Charleston Southern? Something Listen, like that. Listen, I, I just hope. College of Charleston. You know, if you read uh, the message boards on warchant.com, if you look at our email inboxes, if you look at Twitter, uh, if you look at the questions that have been submitted to us today, uh, you just hope that what is rumored to be a problem in that clubhouse, meaning that they're, that they're, you know, they're disjointed, that this is not a kumbaya place, this is not, oh, there's not a lot of love right now. With, with what's going on. I don't know what's true and what's not. I, I'll be honest with you guys because you guys know that I have annually spoken with Meat before the season. We have a good rapport. I've known Mike Martin Jr. for a very long time. Uh, we are friends. Uh, it, hasn't pre- it hasn't kept me from criticizing him to the point where he called into the show and we got into a verbal spat that was, you know, probably not a good look. Here uh, recently? No, a couple years back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so the point is, I... I when they're bad, I'll tell you they're bad. Right, like right now, I tell you all the time they're horrible at picking up the baseball. I hate watching it. Uh, they're not good at running the bases. Uh, and this year, I can't quite figure out how it is that they are so bereft of, of power. They they have none. Um, they're not a great baseball team. They have two really good pitchers that aren't pitching well lately. Yeah, last couple starts. Uh, they do a couple of things okay. That I also know that he's retooling a roster. So long story short. I, I I had I, I had no problem with Florida State hiring Mike Martin Jr. Given that that was the guy that kept the program afloat the last several years as uh, Mike Martin Senior, eleven, the legendary coach that he is, uh, saw his career coming to a close. Right. He did a lot less as he got older. That's normal. It happens. It's not unlike what happened with Coach Bowden. And he didn't recruit. He wasn't on the road recruiting. So Florida State was in a precarious position having to recruit uh, a coach down. So I gave him credit for the fact that for several years, and you've pointed this out, 
they would lead the country in walks. They'd get on base. They'd find a way to piece together runs. Yeah. They weren't always pretty, but their offense, as led by Mike Martin Jr., would score. They did score. And since he's become head coach, oddly enough, they don't walk at all. No. And I don't know why that is. It's not like that overriding philosophy has shifted. So they don't score. They don't. They don't score a lot of runs. Right. They don't hit for power, and they don't walk. Yep. Other these than are, that, these are problems. Other than that, there's though. no getting around that. So I just looked it up in the break. Uh, Georgia Tech has scored now 209 more runs than Florida State this season. Mm-hmm. 209. Now keep in mind that Georgia Tech team sucks. They can't pitch at all. So they don't. So, so listen, their money might be going you, other places. I was gonna say you can trade it in yeah. if you want. They don't stop anybody, and they lose games just but, like Florida State does. But what's troubling is that Florida State is, uh, I think, 12th in the ACC in walks. Right, they're they la- in their last in slugging and their last in home runs, so they don't get on base and they don't hit for power. Well, that is a big problem. It's weird, and you'd live with strikeouts if you hit for power. Yeah, or, or, or walk a lot. Yeah, if yeah. you got to a lot of three-two counts and walked yeah. half the time, you can live with strikeouts. But you're walking, you're striking out on O-two counts. You never walk. You're you're the wor- and you scored less than anybody in the ACC. You no, have the lowest amount of runs in the conference. It's, it's an Florida ugly, State. ugly deal. Yeah. So and that's what's so that's what's so bizarre is because I think a lot of people think. He got hired because of his last name. And there might be some validity to that. I think he got hired, me personally, because of what he'd done the last 20 years as the assistant coach of Florida State, well, specifically what he'd done with on the, the offense. With the offense. Yeah. It, and now the offense has gone into a tank. And there's no getting around either one of those points. Not into it, a tank, in the tank. They're in the tank. Yeah, into a tank is actually probably, that's not bad, right? You're, into, you're in a they're armored in the vehicle. Into a tank. Well, like a real tank. Like a tank You don't know I mean like a fishing tank. No, I mean like a tank or, where you're like blowing up other tanks. Tank, like no. Just a bunch of... They went into a tank. They what is it? No, in? no, they're not into a tank. They went into the tank. They tanked. They tanked. Yeah, they have whole tanked. different. Man, that's yeah. a tough word. Yeah, they have tanked. Uh, G Brown writes: Is John Butler coming back to Tallahassee for for more registered sausage, or is he going to the NBA? And by the way, when's the deadline for the decision? That's a good question. I'll look that up in the break. Yeah, I um, want to know that too. Corey. He's I at the you know he's at the top the, of your head. He's at the combine. He's doing the he he was at the combine. I, I assume it's over now. It might still be going on. He was at the combine. So he has declared uh, pro, but that doesn't mean um, and he I doesn't think have he, an agent, right? I, I think he might have even signed with an agent, but I don't think that matters yet either. I think you can. I, I think you can pull out of that still. So, look, man, he needs to. There's there's zero chance that kid is a first round pick. That there's zero chance. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know, um, but I don't think he'd be a first round pick. And and um, I, I just the kid needs the kid needs some seasoning. He could. You just look at like somebody like Raekwon Gray, and it's different because he was at Florida State for four years. But he had all these dreams of how good he was and that he was going to be an NBA player, and then he languishes in the G League for a year, not making a lot of money. And where's his basketball career now? Where is it? Um, And with NIL deals that are now in place, you can get paid to play basketball. You can get paid as much at Florida State as you can in the G League. Um, and maybe you you uh, you know. I mean, you, I also understand why stock. he did what he did. I don't know that he was going to get that much better and boost his stock that much. You get another year older, guys. Usually, that's frowned upon, especially in the NBA. But Matthew Cleveland did, and don't you think that's going to pay Matthew off? Matthew Cleveland's Cleveland? younger, uh, and Matthew Cleveland couldn't shoot. Right. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean Butler, Butler Butler is 145 pounds. No, no, I agree. <laughs> I mean, but Butler's got discernible skills to but look, look at. But look at the playoffs. Look at like no, watch a Miami Heat Boston yeah, Celtics last game. Night. Yeah, Are you crazy? Physical. Imagine John Butler in that. Oh no, he's thrown into the 15th row. Robert Williams would pick him up and pile drive him. Right, he'd now, dunk him. They would pick would up have, John Butler and dunk him through the goal. He would have money. Well, sure, he would a, have money. And secondly, he'd have nothing but time to eat and do steroids. Well, right. Yeah, but whatever, I think they frown whatever. upon the I don't know about steroids that. in the I NBA. I don't know. It's a performance league. 
You got you, you, I mean, we're trying to win some games around here. <laughs> right. I don't know. Good point. Chris writes, seems like salary cap and contracts for athletes are the only ways to keep college football from devouring itself in the wake of NIL and TV money in, in, inequities. And for players getting paid, but it bums me out because the distinction between college and pro will almost be gone. Yeah, I think that's the fear of most people is that college sports are starting to resemble pro sports. What I have screamed well, from the mountaintops. Well, those two sports, have, right? Yes, those two sports. Those two, right. Yeah. But what, what you've echoed and we've talked about before, and I've been yelling about it all along, the problem for college sports as they resemble pro sports more and more is that pro sports already exist and they do it better. Yes. So there's no – it doesn't make any sense to do it. But what's always been the problem the last 25, 30 years or so is that these college get football coaches are making as much as the NFL head coaches now. More, some of them. Right. And so that's not really fair, is it? The, play, the player, the the, the oh, of course the, not. I know the players need to be paid. Yeah, but we we have to have uh, rules in place unilaterally that everybody is following. That'd be good. An agreed be, upon set of be uh, a nice start. Yeah. Uh, did OU and or uh, Oklahoma State recruit Sydney Sherrill, and if so, what made her choose to leave Oklahoma and play for FSU? I've asked for that. I can't remember what her question, her answer was. But yes, they did. It didn't recruit stick her. out to you, did it? it? I mean, it was a while ago. Um, but yes, they did. They did recruit her. Um, I think she just wanted to get away. I think she said that before yeah, she just wanted time to, get, to ride out. I mean, it's Norman, Oklahoma gang. Now I like Norman. There's several places around Norman. I don't enjoy. I, I'm pretty well versed in Oklahoma. Course. Sure. I know. I know. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of nothing in a you lot of Oklahoma. You still got your like, 106 year old grandma out there driving. You know, my grandma is 96 and oh. she's in St. Petersburg and Treasure Island. My aunt Cresha is 104 and she lives in Okima, Oklahoma and driving no longer driving. Oh, there we go. Took no. the keys away. Took the keys away. She's in a center. She have a oh sorry. She's, I was yeah, gonna ask if she had yeah, a horse. No, she's she's not. We have a family farm. Oh, there's a lot of stuff about Oklahoma okay. that I could tell you about. But uh, Norma's not such a bad place. Okay, all right. Don't just, point at me like that. What about know, Stillwater? Piece of crap. Okay, Garth's got to start there. All I'm saying that's where Garth. That's where it's Garth got to start. Garbage city. <laughs> okay. No, no. Sense I mean, there. it's a state that maybe she want to get away from the tornadoes. There's a lot to want to get away from. Yeah, in that state in by Oklahoma. The way, yeah, as well as embrace. There's a lot. Like, it is cool. Like I mean, it's, it's an awful, awful ending for her, but it is cool that she does go. And she hit that home run in game in the in the deciding game. She it's had a, a nice it, moment. It's a, it's a crazy way to end. Yeah, I mean that's that's nuts. Like, <laughs> well, mean, it's like Alabama. Just wear the L on Alabama got bounced, and they had that Montana Montana Fouts girl. It's like one of the best pitchers of all time, and right. they lost in their in their regional too as a, as a top eight national seed. And it's like I know Cindy Sherrill was crying. They were crying, but it's like man, think of all the girls that Cindy Sherrill's made cry over the years and ended her career. You know what I mean? They're probably 30, 30 teams. So that what is that? Six hundred girls in her life that she's ended their season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it worked out well. Yeah. The, the exchange, That's, she still won. We've got a lot of questions to get to. We need to break though. We'll do it now. It's uh, simple headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Ho 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like, like Al Jarreau or something. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great you jingle, from the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. you damn right it is. Tallahassee, mm. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. 
It's uh, man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's spirits. where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week, like you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> Never in mind person, the food, you get to see the three of us. But yeah, the food and the the drinks, the the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working. At and Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food. I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song, but with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's with a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yeah. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on, and I didn't mention it this hour, so it, uh, it, it it's worth revisiting. Ira not with us today, but all is well. He's fine. He is in South Florida with his daughter, one of his daughters, and they're uh, going to a concert together for end-of-the-year bash So for her birthday, I think. So uh, I hope they're having fun. Corey and I holding it down, getting to uh, headliner questions as uh, we're wont to do. Okay, so I want you to answer this. All right. I saw this question, and I thought this is interesting because I, I wonder if I'm wrong about this. I, I will allow for that very rarely. Eric writes, Jeff mentioning during a discussion on Jimbo versus Saban last, Saban last week that he felt most Seminole fans are still pretty fond of and like Jimbo. Oh, well, really? And then he goes, while he usually has his finger on the pulse of the fan base, I think this is wildly off base. Your thoughts? So I wish Ira would have been here for this as well, but you're here. So you don't think that maybe 50% of the fan base is still – I said most. Maybe that was a bit strong. Of what? What's the finish the thought? They have respect for him? That or they, they like him? They have a fondness for Jimbo. I think what's happened to this university football program since Jimbo left, I think that should anger most Florida State fans. Right. So my question so I would is, think, I don't, is where you place the blame. Yeah. Because here's what I've discovered. And by the way, Eric, thanks for your question because this is actually, there's context to all this and it's a little bit nuanced. What I've discovered over the years when I've ripped Jimbo, because the 10-3 and 3 season, you recall, we had an argument on yeah. the air. You and I did. I was saying this was already off the rails, that they were headed toward, at, at the time I brought up the analogy of the plane is headed well, I to the side of the Well, I wasn't I know you were arguing yeah. about 10-3. and 3. We're, yeah. we're going to get back to this. I know what we argued about. The point is, at the time that I brought it up, they were, they were winners of 10 games. Yeah. And I was saying on the air, we're in trouble. The writing's on the wall. He's lost control. The plane's flying into the side of the mountain. And he doesn't get, I said, the further removed from Jameis we get. Yeah. And the more we have these average-ass seasons, which what I wouldn't give for a 10-win season now. <laughs> but it still doesn't change the way I felt. I think what Allen would give. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then I said, if he just steady goes 10-3 and three and we lose two games a year, we have no business losing, yeah. I would fire his ass yep. over time. And you were like, no way, they won't fire him. We'll never know. <laughs> well, he made that the, he, the, he made the, that decision for us. Yeah, but the point is, I was sounding the alarm because I realized he had lost control of the locker room. The players weren't listening to him anymore, and this was only going to get worse. And he had stopped recruiting offensive line. He wouldn't fire his assistants. Yeah. And that's why Trickett was still here and all of that. And we were watching this happen. So I do blame him, just like I give him credit for success. Yeah. He gets both. But a lot of our fan base does not. 
they only see the results upon him leaving, and they go from those 10-3 and three seasons. And I'm telling you, there was a hell to reckon if he had stayed. They were going to keep losing. They were going to lose five games and six games. This was all going to continue to happen. I don't think it would have been as bad as it's been. Well, no. But I he, mean, was not, he was not going to be a championship. Clemson was coming, and he was no. not going to be a championship coach no. here for unless – after maybe it reshapes it after he's a couple got everything years. under the sun at A and M. Yeah. lose four games a year. The point is, I was I, I was sounding the alarm because of what had gone off the rails, and I do blame him. I think it directly led to, and then they made a bad decision, and I was wrong about that. I thought that Willie would come in here and do a good job in recruiting and all of that. It just didn't work out. A lot of things didn't happen well, and uh, they got it wrong. And then when you compound the problem with one guy leaving and he had stopped recruiting altogether in the last year that he was here, he had his eye on that job, by the way. Yeah. That That is uh, – I want to get into this, but – what he did to this university while working for the university is something they could have brought to court. They didn't because they didn't want to get bogged down in all that minutia, but they could have, that would have been interesting to subpoena those emails. Anyhow, the point would be all of that happened, right? I think he's responsible, but a lot of our fan base does not. Our fan base thinks, well, the guy complained that he wanted more things. We should have given him more things, and we would have kept oh, winning. I, I think and it's not that simple, and that's not true. Of course not. I think there's that element of the fan base, but I wouldn't say the majority of the fan base likes Jimbo. I, I think most I don't of know them— I they like them as in like, they want to hang out and have a but beer I, no, with him. I mean, I don't, I don't think—I think they appreciate the run, but I think it, it really angers a lot of them how he left and how he left the program. And I don't think there's— um, you can reconcile that. You can you can say, yeah, he was great in that moment in that in that finite three or four year window. But man, he left it. He he jumped out of the plane as it was yeah, as it was as crashing. It was crashing yeah. He jumped out of the plane and landed in a huge jet. Meanwhile, the the Florida State plane crashed into an ocean. So I I don't I, like I I think I I've never gotten the sense that Florida State fans, the majority of them, or even half of them. Are like yeah yeah I like Jimbo I or what however you want to phrase it I think they're really upset with him still and with good reason yeah I don't disagree there would be a lot of good reasons to be upset with him I'm not sure but I, they'd I, also like him they'd have liked it like I think some Florida State fans were okay that he left because of where the program well, was in 17 and it needed a fresh start now looking back on it it's much like when there were some Florida State fans that were okay with Rick leaving. Like, okay, now we'll get somebody that can run the ball. We don't have to throw it 90 times a game. And then three years later, the you're offense, like... The country in offense, and we'd complain about it yeah, back yeah. then. And then yeah. three years later, you're like, oh, please, Mark Richt. Oh, and I think there's a, a, a portion of the fan base that would love to have him back. Well, and I think that a lot of times, because it is a lot more nuanced than we ever label things in these big grand arguments, like, I still think that Florida State was on their way to losing four and five games a year for the foreseeable future when he... When he left, like the state of the program was in yeah. disarray. Uh, but I, maybe there's a ch- he had a chance to bring in a special quarterback because he had maybe. done it before, and he's Jimbo Still Fisher hasn't done it since. Yeah, he brought in your great Max Johnson. Watch what he's about to do. I like Max Johnson. I know you do. I would have been fine with Max being here. Yeah, I don't think he's Jameis. Right? No, I mean, I'm not no. saying that. Um, but he would have recruited. I think if he was all in, he which he clearly wasn't. Every quarterback he brought oh, in after James, after, he whiffed yeah, every one of them. But I, I'm, I'm talking about the players themselves. He was going to bring in. If he would have been engaged, which he wasn't. He was not. If he would have been engaged, but that's a big if. If he would have stayed engaged, it's a giant if. Um, over these last five years, Florida State would be a uh, oh, right. top fifteen. Would they program. be a juggernaut? They could. Be, they could have been a juggernaut. Yes. A lot of things and went he, wrong. He that's it. the other problem. He blew that, it. He blew it. Well, and a lot of the things that went wrong are not solely his fault. I will also attest 
to that. Like, I think there's enough blame to go around. A lot of the things that people get mad about the way that the boosters were run under Andy Miller and how antiquated the system was at Florida State. That athletic department had problems in a lot of areas. Sure. They didn't have a real athletic director, period. They haven't had one since Dave Hart until now, I guess, and that they've given him, let him wield real authority. So there were a lot of factors that led to this unmitigated disaster that we're in now. Um, Saul writes, hey, gentlemen, yay headlines. Hope everybody's doing well. Was wondering, could it possibly be that the softball team lost unexpectedly because of Mike Norvell? Mm. Guy does bring with him some really bad luck. <laughs> Till next week. I don't, I don't know. He was there on well, Friday night. Well, that's what they up. He took a picture with him. Yeah, he, he was there on Friday night and Saturday, and they run-ruled those wins. I don't know that he was there on Sunday. I assume he came back. Um, and, yeah, maybe we can blame it on Norvell. I blame it on the lack of hitting. But it could be Norvell was just in the area. Uh, oh, we definitely get along. Uh, so FWB, Noel writes, do Jeff and Corey get along okay? They seem pretty pissy towards each other on some of the episodes. No, we get along great. You can be pissy towards someone when you get along. When you know there's that, that, there's that underlying Correct. brotherhood. That's right. You can get along. No, yeah, Jeff's, uh, I'd say you're one of my top 14 or 16 no, friends. I, mean, I made the top 15. Yeah, you're, well, maybe. You're uh, right, right at the fringe, top 14 to 16. Some years, I'm out of that top 15. Some other guy comes along, and you're like, oh, I really like Terry. He seems Yeah, yeah, some years, yeah. sometimes you but disappear. But then another time, there I am. There yeah, I am. Some, like, you Jeff cre- weighed in at number nine You creep year, towards top 10 sometimes. Yeah, yeah, every now and again. I'd say the same for Corey. Oh, thanks, man. I was going to go top 20, but you went top 15, so. <laughs> yeah, that's nice to I'll keep do, it. I'll do the right thing and keep it mutual. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there was an argument about this on Twitter, so, yeah. Uh, afternoon, Jen. Virtual Orthodontics rocks. Two 3 p.m. games on Wednesday and Thursday seems to be a good setup for a weekend run. If we get there, do either starters from those games pitch again on the weekend? No. 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 You, you wouldn't because these aren't – the games really don't matter, man. I, I mean, I guess it really don't. There's no way Florida State can host now. So the, the what you'd be doing is trying to improve from a three seed to a two seed. And what difference does it make? Because you're going to be playing another – you're still the same game. Correct. So, um, yep. so yeah, you you definitely keep those guys. Uh, you wouldn't pitch them again, and you'd want them to be fresh for the uh, for the regional. Noah writes, uh, love the show, gentlemen. A couple of things. Please make sense of what the heck happened with our girls this weekend. How do you think we game plan also for LSU this year? Do we look at film from Notre Dame, LSU last year, both, or even further back? Well, you don't look at LSU last year. You know what they have. Uh, a lot of those guys transferred uh, you may look at some personnel, and yeah, and you look at the film for the personnel. Yeah, you right? might look at some of the personnel, but you're gonna you're gonna game plan for Kelly, um, whom you just saw a year ago. He's not going to uh, change what it uh, what it is he does. Uh, coaches don't, by the way. Uh, they may throw in a wrinkle or two to what they do. Uh, but they have uh, a, a way in which they run an offense or a defense, and that doesn't change appreciably. They make adjustments as the game changes. Yeah. But for the most part, um, you run what you run. You yeah. have your, your philosophy that you believe in and adhere to, and he's a four-verts guy, and I would imagine that we'll see a lot of that uh, off of off, off those stems. And, and that's Did he bring be. his OC with him? I mean, I know he's the de facto OC anyway. Yeah, but he's it, the offensive mind there. But I know the D.C. Even, is now the coach at Notre Dame. So the guy that coached against the, I mean, uh, Mike Norvell's offense last year won't be with Brian Kelly uh, this year because he's the head coach at Notre Dame, Freeman. But uh, Who I like a lot. Yeah, um, he coach. could be. Yeah, he might be really good there. We'll see. But then uh, I, don't, I can't remember who LSU's D.C. is, who they brought in. Well, we'll have to look. But, um, I mean, look, man, you've got it, – it's Florida – it's LSU's first game. And it's – I mean, I know Florida State, I don't think they're breaking down a ton of Duquesne. I think they're probably spending a lot of their offseason. They better be breaking down Brian Kelly's offense and that personnel for LSU. 
Yeah, I, I think that's true. Uh, Tommy Reese stayed. So, I don't, yeah, we, I'm looking at all these different guys. Uh, I'm not real sure uh, who's what, but we know that at least our defensive coordinator, Fuller, will know what LSU is yeah. running. Yeah, he, did it. he went up against it. last so, year. Hopefully, yeah. hold him under 40 this time, Adam. Yeah. We're still fixing the roster. Yeah, don't don't give up a, a tight end seam pass 50 yards. Early in the game. Early in the game. First drive. Kind of circled either. him as the baby Gronk, I remember. We had yeah, a conversation yeah. uh, during the pregame game show. got free. Just said, somehow got on, free. On a fourth down. Was it a fourth down? I believe it was a fourth down, yeah. I think okay. it was a fourth and inches touchdown. Okay. Well, look, man. He was good. He was tough to cover. Especially if you don't. <laughs> yeah, Especially he's, he's going to catch you, most of them if, if you leave them wide if open. If you don't cover them, yeah, it's a, it's a toughie. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. David writes, I'd like to know when Jeff is going to stop coddling Mike Martin Jr. Mm. Finally speak up and tell everyone that our baseball program has done nothing but go downhill since Junior took over. In my opinion, we are on the bottom shelf, and it's going to be a hard climb back to the top unless we get a coach in here not named Martin. What kills us is fundamental baseball. Way too many errors, striking out, critical situations. Well, David, I have been critical of the fact that they don't pick up the baseball, they don't run the bases well, uh, they strike out too much, they don't walk. I've said all of those things on the air repeatedly. I'd say that's being critical of Mike Martin Jr. and the baseball program. It's also his second season. It is his second season, and he is trying to flip a roster, and I've also but, noted that. But this is it. Like, you, you don't get if, another break, if, right? If, if 2023 looks like 2022, there's some serious, serious questions. Well, there may be answered. some serious, serious issues to begin with. Again, if you believe a lot of the rumors, and they are rumors, but they're loud, and there's a lot of them, that there is infighting and problems with the coaching staff, players, players' parents, all this. If that is true, if you have a program in shambles, and I don't know how much of it is or is not true, I'm just acknowledging that those rumors exist, and they hadn't up until a couple of years ago, uh, then you got a problem on your hands. Then you really do. Then, then it doesn't look like that there's a path out of this and but, that maybe a change would be necessary at this point. really gross, uh, that game on Saturday. Just 11 to nothing, didn't compete. Your starting pitcher, who's this second ace, uh, just wanted to be anywhere else in the world, but on that mound, all fidgety, barely getting. Got you three outs and forty six pitches. What? How do you, How do you explain that? That's different Man, they, they than the striking play, out. Play well on the road. He doesn't pitch uh, well on the road. Yeah. He pitched well against Boston College on the road. Um, Messick is a different dude on the road than he is at home. I don't. I don't know why. Um, I don't. But they just. You know, they don't do well on the road. They're a bad baseball team on the road. They're like. They were like six and thirteen, and two of those wins were Boston College, yeah. who's the worst team in the one of the worst. They're teams not in the Power that Five. good. Period. No, they're not. Um, and that's what's troubling is they they're not good at the, if they were good at the fundamental stuff and lost. Yeah, you'd be like, oh well, at least they play at the right. I mean, they they kick the baseball around. They, they can't make yeah. throws, mm-hmm. and they don't hit for any. They don't hit, so it's just not a fun product right now. But you know, it's year two. I know it's. 2020 didn't count. We don't know how that season would end it. Maybe they won a national championship. Maybe that was like the basketball team. They got robbed of a real chance. Ooh, that's a toughie. Yeah. I'm not going to compare the two there. But uh, he's in, he's he's you talk about Norvell being um you know getting closer and closer to a hotter seat. Meets there too, man. Well, I Especially think he started his, there in a weird way. Yeah, yeah he yeah, oh, absolutely yeah. did yeah, yeah. because there were so many people that were against him because of his last name. Right. And then they're middling. I mean, that's all they are. They're a regional team. 
Florida State should be bad. Florida State should be a top by their own standards. That's what you can get into. You can say this isn't my standard for the program, although it is their own standard. They have always said it's Omaha bust. If you ask Mike Martin Jr. right now, he'd tell you that. Right. So it's well, they can still get. But I mean, the regular. But the regular season is like man. Florida State should not be a fringe top 25, top 30 RPI team. Florida State should be a top 10 team every year. Uh, Michael writes, Jeff, your word-for-word Jimbo breakdown last week on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron Show on 93.3 and streaming live on WarChant TV had me in tears. Have any of you tried to work Jimboisms into your everyday vernacular? Seems uh, Sometimes I scream DOS at work, which is met by blank stares, no one knowing, uh, and a knowing nod from uh, another headliner. Uh, Quote, hashtag, that's just ball for that ass. Uh, I I don't know that I do. I mean, we always... When I start quit. to get a buzz, like I can tell that I'm getting drunk, I'll sometimes say I'm out the gate. Oh, okay. I'm out. He, Corey's out the gate. We all use out the gate quite a bit because yeah. Jimbo couldn't stop saying it about every play he ever called. And I'd compare, uh, when I first started dating Stephanie, I was I told her I was making... I wanted to see if she was a hunting dog or a show dog. Mm-hmm. And she's a hunting dog. Okay. Yeah, not a show dog. She's not there just for show. She, you can hunt with her. I like that you uh, utilized that Jimbo, a special, yeah, I was endearing special. Jimbo yeah. quote yeah. for and applied it to her. Uh, Tony writes, hey, guys. By the way, Corey, just for you, these are all Facebook questions. Great, great, good. Uh, hey, guys, what's the worst ending to a season? One, FSU softball losing two games at home when they haven't lost to a non-conference opponent all season long. That's a toughie, yeah. Two, FSU basketball not getting a chance to play in the NCAA tournament during the COVID year when it may have been their best chance to win a national championship. That's an even tougher. Yeah. FSU football losing to Jacksonville State on the final play of the game. FSU football losing out on signing Hunter, Jones Jr., Amarius Mims when signs pointed towards all of them signing until the very last minute. Mm. Five, FSU baseball having a good enough team to be projected to finish in the top half of the conference but finish woefully short. Needless to say, we've had some really bad luck over the last few years. Some of it's not luck. Some of it is. Uh, which of those? I'd say the basketball. Yeah. Yep. That was, it, that was devastating. Yeah, that was. And look, man, the softball team had its chances, you know? You know, the softball team at least got a chance to play, and they just didn't play well. The basketball team never got a chance. And then, yeah, Rising Spear could have upped, uh, upped Andy a little bit. I know Travis Hunter didn't take any money. That's that's on the record, right? He's just playing they at They had Jackson a pretty State. good deal in place, allegedly, for him. They but did. it was not the same kind of deal that Dion denies making. <laughs> Correct. Right. Zach writes, It's concerning as a fan that the same issues that have plagued this baseball team the last few years, strikeouts, errors, inconsistent pitching, base running mistakes, are still so glaring. I don't think Meek needs to be on the hot seat just yet, but what do you think can, should be done to fix these issues and get us back to hosting consistently? It sucks we are complaining about them, uh, complaining about a team that's going to make the postseason for the millionth year in a row, but as Jeff likes to say, the standard is the standard. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, you know, you're not a victim of your success. Uh, you, 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 this is, this Florida, is the standard, you, once and, and you, you ought to be good. Once you get to a place where you're where you're just cool making the regional, yeah. that's not a good place to be, man. No. Like, yeah, you could get hot, that's fine, but you want to have good regular seasons. You want to have great regular seasons because that's what Florida State fans are used to. I will say this. Uh, usually the answer to a question like this, Zach, regardless if it is basketball, football, baseball, when players are lacking, these things rear their ugly heads. So usually you'd say get better players. Yeah, and I yeah agreed. Get, By the way, there's a uh, there's a big time shortstop from Kansas, actually from Hawaii, but has been at Kansas the last two years. Boy, what a stark. 
contrast to have to have left Hawaii to live to, in Kansas. To Lawrence, Kansas. Think can about imagine? the heartbreak. I can't even imagine what he thought. The moment you stepped off the plane. What, they, what, what did they must have What are sold we doing? Why, why Kansas? What but anyway, kind of bag of goods? I don't know. Maybe his dad got a job there. I don't know. But he's supposed, he's supposed to be a top five pick in next year's draft. He's a shortstop that hit 390 in the Big 12 mm. with a bunch of power. And uh, he's in the transfer portal. So all I'm saying. you saying we got him. Oh, absolutely not. I'm saying you need to do something to make sure meat needs to do something to make sure it happens. What is Buster doing with his money? You Whatever I mean? he wants. He's got a lot of it. I, know Buster... I asked that question year after year about J.D. Drew for years, too. I don't think J.D. was really forthcoming with it. Well, right, and I don't know how much Buster's given back or if he's given back, and it's his prerogative. He gave a lot to the university, but I'm saying if he wants to help his buddy meet, maybe go out to Kansas and, tell, and give the kid a couple hundy, thousand. Whatever, whatever. A couple hundred bucks. Yeah, no, hey, couple, kid, couple. this is how we get down at FSU. <laughs> Just a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas writes, softball is not despair. Baseball is. Lament is the appropriate word. word. That out of the way, what is the path to victory in an away regional? Specifically, how would you line up the pitching staff? I think the only way you can win mm-hmm. is to pitch Messick second. You have to hope that Hubbard and Crowell get you through the first game and you I hit well they're enough. They're both perfectly capable of doing. Yeah, but, but I mean, on the road, Hubbard especially, man, he, I watched it, that body language and the way he was fidgeting. I just I, I don't trust that kid right now. I hope he proves me wrong. But uh, I, would, I would go with Hubbard and Crowell because, yeah, you can pitch Messick in the first game, but then a Saturday night against the host team like Auburn on a Saturday night, can Hubbard and Crow? I, I just think you're better off saving Messick and hoping he has one of his games on that yes. Saturday, and then you I, I think get a two zero lead. Has a lot more what for to him. Yes, I do. I think he's got a lot of what for to him, yeah. and I would trust him in that situation. And I concur. Sean writes, Jeff, are you going to interview Meet uh, playoff week? If so, what questions do you propose to ask him? Well, I, I would have asked him that. I also would have asked him. Uh, we well, got time. It's well, next week. I, I, would, I would ask him. Uh, how do you explain? Uh, the gulf between uh, the level of play at home and away. It's baseball. It's one of the very few sports where home field really doesn't make much of a difference. It, right. it doesn't. If it, like, if well, look, look at if, the places they're losing, like Mercer and Stetson. Yeah, Stetson, they had, more, they had more people in the crowd than Stetson right, did. I right. mean, in, in uh, BC, they lost the game. Yeah, home field advantage is as good as your next day starter, as they say in Major League Baseball. I mean, you go people go win on the road all the time in baseball. It doesn't have that big of an influence. You're throwing strikes, picking up the baseball, or you're not. Yeah. It's, it's just, but I do think college kids are subject to emotion more than professionals, so sometimes there is an inherent advantage in playing at home. Clearly, Florida State's played better here than they have on the road. But it shouldn't be to this degree. Yeah, I mean, it's this, weird. this is stark. It, yeah. it is very rare. Uh, Joseph writes, gentlemen, not to beat a dead horse, but on Saturday, October the eighth, twenty twenty two, somebody is getting that fanny spanked. Is it going to be A and M or Alabama? Mm. Somebody's going to pay up. Uh, I actually think that, so. That game is it, Alabama this year, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think Alabama's going to win and win big. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised if that was a thirty-five point win. And and I would not be surprised if Saban tries to score fifty. Well, I think from here on out, when the two have the anybody has the other underfoot, yeah, they're not dialing that back. Yeah, it's time for that ass beating. And both have to just know. Like, don't well, I don't. That. You think Jimbo's going to have a forty point lead on Bama? I, I doubt don't see that, that he'll happen. ever have a well, forty point Saban lead there. on Bama. But he did beat Alabama a year ago, and that team wasn't even any good. Meaning Texas A and M. Yeah, I I would think. not only because they lost, but 
I mean, Jimbo basically said he wasn't a very good coach. No, he just declared war. Yeah, yeah. So There's good no luck, doubt. man. I, yeah. I also said the same thing. I'm like, okay, look, man, for all the people at A&M that right now are holding you on high and lauding every statement you make. They will not be happy with a 42-10 to 10 if loss. If you were down 33-7 to seven at half, yeah. uh, I don't imagine that they're going to harken back <clears throat> yeah. to that glorious press conference you gave. We'll come back, wrap it up with a few more questions here on Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Jeff, are you going to – oh, nope, already already had questions about them. Everybody wants me to ask me about why they suck. <laughs> I am curious about the if he changed philosophy as far as not swinging so much. Like the, being last or second to last in the ACC in walks is nuts. They used to lead the country surprising. in walks. Very surprising. Yeah. It is hard to get a sense of. Uh, I don't imagine that he would just decide, well, screw it. You know, we're not going to walk. I want you swinging at everything. Under the sun, like that's yeah. it's doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't think so. I know that he used to say a lot about you know, yeah, you wanted to get on base. He worked walks, all those things. Fans complain about hitting approaches, no matter what. You know, when we were walking all the time and scoring runs and leading the country in on base percentage and things like that, they'd say, "Oh, he takes too many strikes." Yeah, Remember that people get yep. so mad, never swing at the. Now that they swing out of their shoes a lot, people are like, "Well, they don't walk at all. What's going on?" Yeah, somewhere in between would be nice. Uh, I I think that uh, yeah, be be like sixth in the conference and walks. <laughs> you don't have to be first or last. Yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie writes, can we go back to the nineties when the SEC was snitching on one another? That would be great. Yeah, yeah. That that might be coming with with if there really is an NIL rules. Which I mean, again, how do you prove any of this? Um, but if they actually come down with hard and fast rules, yeah, they might they might snitch on each other. They might eat each other, which would be great. I don't think so. The money's too great. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see. I. I. They're gonna need fundamental change, and we both don't think that's happening anytime soon. So. Well, you're right. Let's, let's just to... try to win seven, eight games. Yeah. Let's just get to seven. Just or do eight our wins. thing down here. Do our little thing here. Try to win seven or eight games and call it. Stay under the radar as far as cheating goes. 
No, cheat your ass off. No, I know, but I mean, but get out there, get out there, make it known this is a place to come if you want to get paid illegally. Winning eight games isn't going to get you on the radar, though. Like no. if you stay away this way, this year get you eight wins, then really ramp up then the cheating. Ramp it up, yeah. Ramp it up. Drugs, money, hoes. Let's mm. go. Jonathan writes, uh, "Hey, gentlemen, love the show. This is a lengthy one, but it's late in the show, and he took the time to write it, so we're going to read it." Question for you: Is anyone else just done with the SEC? Now they're starting to throw another temper tantrum, saying they may just start their own league again. If that's what you want to do, then go. Leave. Be gone, because I'm sick of you. I agree with Corey that they're ruining the sport. Trust me, I would rather be able to get out of the ACC and join the SEC or the Big Ten, but if we're stuck here where the inequities in the sport are not going to rectify themselves, I would rather rip off the Band-Aid, just roll tide your ass out of here. Just leave the SEC and go start your own pro league. I'm fine if FSU doesn't turn pro. I'm more than happy to just compete for national championships in amateur athletics. But whatever's going to happen, it needs to come soon. I'm not a Fairweather fan. I grew up a Cowboys fan. Jerry Jones has ruined that. I became a Falcons fan for 20-plus years after. Oh, man. I'm done. Okay. I have no emotional attachment to them whatsoever now. My point is, college football is starting to lose my interest. I'm always going to be a diehard knoll, but if college football ruins the sport and my program, college football can pound sand, and I'll just watch the NFL. All right. Well, I hope you're not a – I mean, the Falcons have given you a lot of misery. You, go, you went from the Cowboys to the Falcons. Right after the Cowboys maybe won they, all their maybe Super they Bowls. they moved to Atlanta. He's another transient oh, person Oh, okay, there yeah. There's Atlanta. a lot of Atlanta so, folks yeah. from other cities. Sure. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, perilous where we are right now. I keep using that word. I'm not sure if I'm using it correctly, but uh, where the sport is now, and I'm really worried about it, and I'm worried that uh, the right people aren't worried enough about it. And in 10 years, will my son's generation, who's now 13 when he's 23, will anybody care about college football? To the level that we did growing up. Because it seems, a lot of things have shifted in that yes, way, though. Yes, it yeah. definitely does. Donovan, like Donovan's will, be, will be the last here. He writes, It is apparent that Rising Spears' campaign isn't going to get it done. So I propose War Chant sponsor the Descending Needle. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Just, just straight up steroids? <laughs> Needle fund <laughs> into your to veins. Give our athletes the edge they really need. These three-star recruits can have all the hypodermics they desire. I know Jeff's on board. Who else is with me? Oh, I'm with you. Oh, yeah, you've been with oh, me. Of course, and they don't even People check. Think they we even, don't get along. We get along. Do they test for anabolic steroids anymore? There's no, no way they do. No. It's not Mark Gastineau. We're no. not in mid-80s. Let's go. Like, just put them in their arm. Let's go. As long as it's done scientifically and you know there's no long-term. Yeah, with a doctor. And you know there's no long-term. I'm not worried about long-term effects. I just need the oh, doctor okay, well, there we go. the drugs. At least we're on the same That's page there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but by the way, Donovan, the, the, descending, the needle? descending needle is, <laughs> I want that shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new collective at Florida State. Uh, well, hold on, I'm writing a check to the Cindy Needle. I'll be right with you. They, they need, need some more help. clear. <laughs> For Corey Clark, uh, Director Matthew, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks so much for listening and watching, everybody. Be good, everybody. We'll talk to you later.